did you enjoy that remix that we played there during Bangers or Trash? You won't hear it on the podcast. You'll have to listen live. I probably would have enjoyed it if I was in the car. Yeah. I probably... I don't know. I think we should have just played just the actual theme tune. But you know, Much the nicer. theme song is different from the first to the second. Oh, I didn't so notice that. So I think the second one could be a bit softer than the first, less quick. So look, it's, it's what you prefer. Um, my stomach... I'm getting in shooting bits? pains in my stomach. It could be the falafel Ooh. I ate earlier, guys. Yeah, might um, be. What do we think? Yeah, you had about fifteen pieces of. Falafel. I was absolutely starving. Are you not? How? What's what's the going rate for falafel? How many should you be having? About three. Is know. it what? Those tiny little things. Ah, they're very small. You had three Jeez. of them. What do you think I am? A rabbit? I'm absolutely starving. Um, three of them. I suppose you had no carbs. Yeah. I've never been to Umi falafel. Delicious. Is it? I've heard great things. Really good. I've never been to Uganda. No. no. Never been, no. I've never been to Croatia. Oh, I've been, yeah. Lovely place. I've never been to Finland. I have. What? Yeah, Helsinki. Oh. Really? Helsinki, what did you do there? I was actually on an internship there for two weeks. Neve O'Reilly. Yeah. What wow. were you doing? You were very well travelled. I was working for like a PR company thing, yeah. What did you have to through do? Through college, yeah. We had to like organise events and stuff like that. Did you throw an event in Helsinki? At the end, yeah, we did. What was the like event? A, like a college night out kind of thing, yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. Nice city? Lovely. Expensive, but it was really nice. Is it as expensive probably as Dublin now? Probably. God, yeah. isn't that mad we live in an expensive city they now? They have the best chocolate. <laughs> do they? Marabou. You can get it in Ikea. That rhymes a caribou. Yep. The song Nathan tro- put forward for... initially going to go for. Um, what was so special about the college night you threw? Was there any gimmicks um, or anything? It was around St. Patrick's Day. I remember that. And we had like an Irish playlist, all Irish music, stuff like that. It was cool. And was it Irish people going or um, locals? I can't remember. There was, was a mixture. It was We went to the university. We gave a speech handing out flyers at the university. Jeez, I like that. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. It's fun. I'd like experience. to have travelled in college. Never. You did. No, on Erasmus oh, or something. You did a month in Berlin. I did. And you did a summer in Oz. Mm. Summer in Australia. What part? Um, I kind of travelled about. Went to Sydney and then the Gold Coast. Nice. Uh, wasn't bad. Yeah. Very difficult to get a job. I found for some reason. I uh, did door to door selling, which was horrible. Like you end up being picked and picked up in a really dodgy white van really early in the morning. You're bundled in the back with no seatbelts and then you're just thrown into some estate. But they don't teach you about door to door selling. If you need to go to the toilet, good luck. You have to just knock on someone's door and be like, I know you don't want to change electrical company, but can I drop trow upstairs? The thing about changing electrical company, and obviously it's a lot more prevalent now, but in Ireland, and I don't know if I say in Australia, you get a cheaper rate if you change. And I, I remember people coming to my door going, no, you get a cheaper rate if you change. And I goes, no, it's the landlord's thing. Mm. I should have listened. You get Because yeah. now I'm going to change every single year just because it's a cheaper rate. You get the first year rate. What was so scary was in Australia, they have a lot of nets on their front doors to stop mosquitoes oh, yeah. and everything. So they can look out at you, but you can't see into them. So I'd be walking up someone's driveway and I'd be all set to knock on the door and then you'd hear like, what do you want? 
And you're like, what? We don't want you top round here. Oh my God, I come in peace. We don't want... No, Can I take a me. shit in your house? <laughs> I am dying. At one stage, I think I said on we, the show we, we do before, have to go now I urinated in someone's front garden. Yeah, I felt bad about that, but I, I needed to go. I'm sorry, guys. Here's today's show. This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Graham is wearing a gorgeous maroon polo. I've worn this before. What's the occasion, brother? <laughs> well, I'm after coming from a secondary school where I was on a careers day. I was standing there. You're looking for a new career. <laughs> yeah, I was doing the rounds. I was asking all these people, how would you get into your industry? Is, is, is there any jobs there? Is there? <laughs> I was in a secondary school and um, I was there. I had my FM 104 pull-up. I had my branding, I had a cuddle mug, I had a few uh, beanies, I had a bit of lip balms, I got car stickers, I got the lot. Did anyone take the lip balm? Well, I'll tell you next all about it, because a few interesting characters came up to me, and they had something to say about me and you. Oh, no. Which wasn't very complimentary, Nathan. I'll tell you all about it after Harry Styles. This is Sign of the Times on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Just stop you crying, it's a... The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan Big song Harry Styles Sign of the Times On 104 Drive With Graham and Nathan Yeah these are the times We're living in (laughs) I was out and about today I was trying my best To educate The next generation Of radio presenters That I was doing my bit For the next generation Of this medium And I I hope you were also Promoting the show Because we do need listeners So I was in A boys secondary school At their careers fair today and I went in and it was a lot of colleges so you had UCD you had DCU you had did you have TUD? no TUD oh we're alumni from TUD <laughs> formerly DIT and uh, then you had someone from the army you had the guards and then you had me God, from FM 104 that sounds like a party <laughs> so what happened was they'd come in about 20 minute blocks first you had the second years then the third years then the fourth years and the fifth years then the leaving certs would come in and the whole thing is they'd wander around and if they had questions they'd ask questions and the odd time they'd wander over because they would listen to FM 104 but the main topic of conversation for anyone who recognised me and knew that I was on the radio was the big transfer news oh yeah the big transfer news we don't mention the war some of them would have listened to our former employer's spin when we were doing the breakfast show there last year and a few of them wanted to get to the bottom of what happened. Oh, they wanted the juicy stuff. gossip. Um, I'll tell you about one guy. His name was Cameron. He goes, here, here. I finished school last year and you were on spin. And then I went back to school and I turned John. You aren't there, there anymore. You moved to FM 104. You're just a big, you're the radio's biggest snakes, you two. Oh, <laughs> how dare you? Like, you're such snakes. Going to your uh, biggest rivals in the radio industry. How could you do it? They're more sellouts than snakes. <laughs> and then he was going, well, you paid loads of money to leave. I was like, Cameron, can't be telling you that. Cameron, please. Come on, here, take some lip balm and move on. Then there's another one. His name was Killian. And he came over and he was like, oh, is this FM 104? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you listen to FM 104? He goes, I do. I go, who do you listen to? And he goes, oh, I listen to the strawberries like that. And I go, you don't listen to Graham and Nathan always. They're, they're a bit rubbish, aren't they? He goes, uh, no, I like Graham and Nathan. Used to listen to him on spin, now I listen to them on drive. No idea he was talking to Graham off Graham and yeah, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. And I shook his head. I go, what's your name? He goes, Cameron. He goes, what's your name? I go, Graham. He goes, what? Oh, so 
Why did you move? I go, oh my oh, God. Like, go, can yeah. people stop with those <laughs> questions? But my favourite guy was, you know teenagers, they're very honest and blunt. They don't really, like, I wasn't offended, Randall, at that, but they mightn't think they're offending you when they're saying this. This guy didn't get his name, he just came over, stood in front of me by himself, looked me directly in the eye, and not even joking, goes, why do you bother? <laughs> I go, I go, excuse me? He looks at the FM 104 pull-up, looks at all the stuff in front of me and goes, why do you bother with radio? Oh. And I go, oh, I just I just really enjoy my job. I love doing it. I've been doing it for nearly 10 years. He goes, if I want to listen... And he wasn't trying to insult no, no, me. He was just her. being so honest. He was like, if I want to listen to music, I'll just listen to Spotify. Oh. And I go, completely get you. But you know, some people want to listen to some music and then they want to listen to some personality. Bit of personality. They might like listening to stories and all that. He goes, just put on a podcast. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, he is seen right through this medium. <laughs> and I go, uh, yeah, but what about competitions? You know, you might want to win some money or some prizes. He's like, oh, doesn't really bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, the army's over there. That might be better for you. <laughs> so, I don't think radio is for you. So an absolute success. Oh, huge success. It's Jax Jones. Where did you go on FM 104? You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jax Jones on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I have one question and one question only for you. Would you have any interest in finding out who is the highest paid actor on TV at the moment? Can I guess? Nope. Okay. Don't derail me. <laughs> Producer Neve, are you excited for this? Absolutely. Can't wait. Okay. Well, before I play a few clips, because I tell you this is going to be a bit of fun, we can all remember Friends. Yeah. The TV show. Do you remember near the end they were being paid $1 million each per episode? Yeah. And not too long ago, this man was the highest paid actor on TV. Here comes the... Sorry. Oh, wrong clip. You it's, don't understand. because you derailed me. Before this, he was like, I got so many clips. Get out of my way. I'm going to play them all. <laughs> I, how did I derail you? Uh, because you kept responding to me. I d- actually didn't say a word after, can I guess? You said no. I go, okay. We all remember don't blame this me person. Not your shoddy pressing. <laughs> not he presses <laughs> so little buttons, and when he does, he gets it wrong. Not too long ago, this person was the highest paid actor on TV. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them i may forget about them tomorrow but they'll live with that memory for the rest of their lives and that's a gift do we know who that is can i answer you can charlie sheen charlie sheen two and a half men were we a fan i was and then when he left i hated it i didn't like ashton kutcher replaced yeah with ashton kutcher now he was being paid 1.8 million (sighs) dollars per episode an episode yeah graham you're great at maths yes he did 177 episodes charlie sheen how much would he have made I'll just do it here. uh, I'll move on before you tell me. (laughs) Now, TV stars, they don't often make much money on the TV anymore, even though Charlie Sheen's record has been surpassed by these two actors who appeared in this show. Can you guess the name of the show? If I held my breath on you, how'd I die? Oh! Yes! And if Sheen was to show me how much you care... Any ideas? Oh, I can't think of it. You don't know no, the show? Oh. Don't know the show? No. You definitely I, watched it. I recognise it. I know you watched it. Go Graham. on. Go on. Jennifer Aniston. 
That one. Yes. Damn right. It's the morning show. Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. They got paid $1.9 million per episode, but they've only appeared in 20 episodes. So Charlie Sheen still would have made more. I have the amount Charlie Sheen made. This is nice. We're working together here. $318 million. All right. Who is the highest paid actor on TV right now? Any guesses? Someone from the Big Bang Theory. I know they get paid a lot of money per episode. But the show's over now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, ongoing. Ongoing. Oh. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't even heard of this show. Now, I know you're watching Yellowstone. Yeah. Kevin Costner? He's been paid $1.2 million. Worth every penny. Uh, you finished watching Dope Sick? Yes. Michael Keaton? He's yeah. been paid $1 million. Jason Sudeikis? $1 million for Ted Lasso. How about The Last of Us? Pedro, what's his name? No, it's not. It's the guy who was in the American office... John Krasinski. Oh, yes. He's in this TV show. Do you know Jack Ryan? Yeah. This is the trailer of it. It sounds pretty epic. You do this often. Dynamic people off the street and interrogate them. You're my first one, actually. How am I doing? Shoot me. I dropped this and we all die. Two million dollars per episode. That is Amazon's Jack Ryan, and there's been four seasons so far. Never got into it, and I've never met anybody who's watched that. I've never even heard of it. No, me neither. Did they do any promotion? It looks like a Mr. Price version of Jason Bourne mixed with Mission Impossible. It's not for me. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, that actually was good. Was it? I just gave myself an air check Is self-praise... Good praise. I though. enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I want to know. Has anyone watched Jack Ryan? Let us know. 087 6797 The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jonas Sue, Black Magic. It's horrible. It's one of my favourite songs to shout out. I did not enjoy that. It was extremely loud. I love to shout, Black, Black Magic. You walk your voodoo on me. Shalom. What's the song we're looking for? Here we go. Morale is very high in the camp. Myself and producer Neve have co- correctly guessed the song. I was about to say what it was. No, no, don't say it. One popular song in the style of a cello. Can you guess it? Here is today's. You're right, Nathan. Very eerie. Mm. Nathan and Eve have got it, but can you get it? We got Rob on the line, all right, Rob? How are things? Are you well? Ah, we're great. Thanks for asking, Rob. How's the form with you? Yeah, good, good, good. Can't complain. Anything exciting happening in your world today? Uh, no, just out playing a bit of golf. Oh, oh what's your handicap, gorgeous. Rob? Oh, it's not good. It's, it's thirty-two. Did well, you hear that Graham has golf lessons? Graham has what? <laughs> Well, he wouldn't have because I haven't said it on the show. Graham uh, got gifted golf lessons for his birthday. Oh, very good, very good. Well, I'm waiting. What's your handicap? I don't have one because I only started properly last summer, so I want this summer to be the summer where I become good. But I think I, I was over, what was I? I think I hit uh, 30 something before. So I, I think our handicap must be around the same. Oh, yeah, prob- yeah. probably in around the same. In and around. Have you been watching the Netflix documentary Full Swing? I only just started it, so I'm only one episode in. Isn't it? 
It is. First first episode has me gripped. Better or worse than Drive to Survive? I think it could be better. <gasps> I, th- I think it could be better. Big shouts. Big shouts. All right, you're on to play cello. Tell us, what is it? It's Rihanna Diamonds. Yes. Come on, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas would be very proud of you right now. <laughs> thanks very much. We'll let you get back to your golf and cheers, bud. Cheers, thanks. Returns tomorrow. Song, big song. Oh, I'm excited for this. Cello returns tomorrow at half three. Now it's time for the latest one from Niall Horan. This is Heaven on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Ed Sheeran, I don't care on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You care about this. I care about it so much. Around this time, every single day, we cross over to Nathan to get the latest in Nathan's news. Not giving me much time. This is a very cool story, and I'm not a cool person. Do you know the actor Hugh Bonneville? Oh, what's he off? He's a famous English actor. He's in Downton Abbey. I think, yes, I do know. Yeah? Well, listen to this. He struck up a friendship with... Liverpool legend John Bishop, the comedian. Oh, I thought I was going to say John Barnes. No, but so, they got speaking to one another last year at a vaccination centre over in the UK. All right. And they just, you know, struck up a great friendship. I was like, fair play, love to hear that story. But they both appear on a brand new ITV show. It's not really brand new. The fourth season is out next week on ITV. It's called DNA Journeys. And they sat down and I thought it was going to just be like looking at John's ancestors and then looking at Hugh's ancestors. And both of them are just there beside each other for moral support. They found out that their ancestors worked four doors apart in Dublin and were believed to have marched together in support of workers' rights. Oh, how cool play. is that? Wow. That's pretty Just cool. Just becoming a new friend and then yeah. finding out that your forefathers used to hang out with each other. Hugh Bonneville. Oh, he's not the person I was thinking of. He's also in Paddington. Do you know who I was thinking of? Go you, on. You know the guy from uh, Stuart Little? The dad. The kid <laughs> no, with the, the dad. big chunky glasses. No, no the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart. Now, the, uh, I, know, I know Hugh Bonneville now. Okay, so both their ancestors come from Dublin. Yeah. And they worked... Four doors. Other people that have been on this ITV show, Anton Deck. Yeah, I saw that one. Alan Carr and Amanda Holden, Jamie Redknapp and Freddie Flintoff. And then, guys, I went down a rabbit hole and I started looking at celebrities with Irish heritage. I could have printed off a massive list, but guys, did you know Olivia Wilde, who used to go out with Harry Styles, Mm -hmm. used to come over to Dublin most summers when she was growing up, and she studied acting in the gaiety. What? Isn't that unreal? You studied acting in the gaiety as well for a short period of time. But she said that in her class (laughs) there'd be loads of posters (laughs) of Colin Farrell because Colin Farrell came Ah. from there and he became the sort of poster child but it made me think do you remember when she was over in Dublin with Harry Styles and they were walking around the city centre I think they went to the restaurant Seoul yes yes she seemed very comfortable like she knew where she was walking around and it's because she went she studied in the game she studied in the game in Dublin just like Nathan studied in the game why do you keep bringing that up I want to know more about this oh (laughs) oh 
Are you allowed to talk about it now? I don't has, know. has enough time passed? Got a bit awkward. <laughs> Got a bit awkward. Maybe that's more for off air. Someday he'll tell it on air. It's FM 104. I'm good. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Speaking about the brand new bathrooms yesterday, I'm still sort of acclimatizing myself to them. Yeah. Do you find that? all the cubicles look like they're being used. Yes, yes. I don't like that feeling. Yeah, so we've got refurbished bathrooms in here. It was very exciting. Nathan witnessed them for the first time yesterday. While live on air, he did uh, some of the radio show from the toilet. It was very exciting radio, if you ask me. But now all the cubicles are enclosed. So it's like you're in um, uh, solitary confinement when you're going in there for number two. You're sitting down... There's no way to get out bar the door. Like, there's no gap at the top or gap at the bottom. But I'm worried when I push open the door yeah. that Liam Coburn is dropping trout. <laughs> you have to look very carefully to the lock on the door to see if the red bit is there. But other than that, they automatically just close, Ooh. which we found out yesterday through just conversation is going to be a negative impact in terms of getting the smell out. Aroma. Because there's no way of the air to come out it's if the door Dutch is oven. closed. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, that's, that's one way of putting it. Joel Curry now, head and heart. On the way next, we're going to talk about stags and hens. FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Joel Curry, head and heart on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right, I need to talk about a stag, but also hens. It's open to both of them. Okay. okay? So this is the second time I've been part of the groom's party. I'm a, another groomsman. And a couple of months ago, I was helping to organize a stag do for our friend Dan. You were on it yeah. too. And there was around 18. A nice number. It was a lovely group. Yeah. So what we did was we went to Carlingford and we booked two houses next door to each other. Uh, eight or nine fitted in each house. Happy days. Played a round of golf. Yeah. Went to a few pubs. Yeah. It was... One day of fun. 18 was nearly, I'd say, the optimum number. It wasn't too big for being confusing and trying to get people into pubs and restaurants, but also wasn't too small that you weren't meeting new people and you could move around and talk to different people as the day went on. Perfect number. Coming a new one. Happening this summertime. And this is the question I have, okay? I want to know from stags and hens of past... What's the biggest number you've ever been on? Give me a huge number that you've been on, a stag or a hen, to 87 because I'm a little bit interested. You ready for it? Go on. The stag I'm helping to organise. There are, so far, more to be confirmed. 38. Oh, no. 38 men Way filled with testosterone oh, sweaty smelly stupid men <laughs> for two nights in a town I'm not going to say why can't we say uh, just because I'm going to read you an email I was sending to a pub slash restaurant from my work account how many people are organising this stag so there are five in the groom's party and we're all chipping in so I've kind of we've kind of delegated our own jobs to ourselves I'm kind of the guy who's trying to organise places for us to have food. So there was one place. I've been to this town before. And I remember they have a massive outdoor area. And it's the night of the Champions League final. 
and they have a massive screen so I was like we need to get in there book it for 6 o'clock Champions League final be on at 8 we'll get a bit of food in there and then people can do what they want I've done my work I've booked the place yeah so I I lowered the number as well I didn't want to say we have 38 people it's an obnoxious number so was I right in saying we've about 25 to 30 people yeah, I said twenty-five to thirty. Is there any place for large bookings? Because they kind of do corporates as well. I'm sorry, so, did you say this is a big dirty stag? They then asked, "What's the nature of the event?" Oh, here we go. And I was going to say, I was going to say we're a football team that's traveling down, and we're we we're playing a match, and we're just uh, uh, away for the weekend. But I was like, no, let's just be honest up front, because I don't want us to get there. They realize we're a stag, and then we get kicked out. Mm. At least now I've got paper trail. Well, where's it gone? Oh, I clicked out of it just there. Ah, so you said a stag, did you? I said a stag. There we go. Boom. And I also asked, will there be access to the television as well? This is the response after they said the stag. Hello, Graham. You'll be located in the outdoor section close to the large screen TV. Please note we normally don't cater for stag parties. Oh, that's a bit threatening. But I trust the group will be on their best behaviour. Well, let me tell you, it's oh. a bigger group than you imagined. Oh, oh, oh. Where do I say it's actually 38, not 25? <laughs> so are you telling me right now, 38 people have confirmed for this stag? Minimum 38, yeah. And then my next one, this is where I went in. I said I have to be on the charm offensive here. I go, this is fantastic news. The name I've been to this town many times and always love dropping into ye so can't wait to show the group the best pub in this town I've been there once with Claire <laughs> did you have fun? no it, it was great fun but I've made it that this is me showing them this pub and you all love it blah, 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 blah. but yeah I'm worried I'm really worried way too many people <laughs> for my so, liking 38 confirmed there's rumours we've booked apartments for 45 what? <laughs> What is going on? How popular is the groom? You know the groom. He's, he's very popular. Yeah. You've met him before. Right, so I want to know, you, do, you don't have to beat, and I'm looking for people to beat that number. I just want to know, were you on a stag or a hen that had a lot of numbers, and I want to know how it went. Yeah, was it doable? Were there problems, or did it actually go plain sailing, and I've got nothing to worry about? You can get us on WhatsApp, 0876797104. Also send us a WhatsApp voice note as well if you can't send a WhatsApp. This is Tom Grennan, Little Bit of Love on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I've been holding on to pieces, swimming in the deep end. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Taylor Swift, rooting for the anti-hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Is anyone rooting for me? Part of a groom's party organising a stag for 38. A lot of people. Minimum accommodation has been booked for 45. Oh, I tell you, look, we're (laughs) asking you, what is the biggest stag or hen you've been on and how did it go? 087-6797-104. We got a message in from Anonymous. Okay, has to stay anonymous. (laughs) Listen to this. Yeah. Organised a hen for 18 ladies last year. Carnage. (laughs) Tears, tantrums, bitching, fighting. One was arrested for public disorder and I stepped down as maid of honour because I couldn't handle how horrible the bride ended up being. Hashtag don't do it. Oh, wow. Oh. Um... I feel a bit awkward. I, mean, I will say, in the group I'm in, there was a message that was directed at someone going, hey, we'll say it's Nathan. Yeah. 
hey Nathan, are you still barred from that town? Oh, I go, oh God, no. I hope they're not I going. I don't know who these people are. No, they're going. <laughs> They've got the thumbs up. Send us a thumbs up. Do you know what one of my pet hates? Sorry. When the, when the person goes, thumbs up if you're going. So you can see, you can count the thumbs up. The people goes, sorry, can't make it, but have a great time. Thumbs up. No, yeah. no more thumbs up. What do you think about people that aren't going on the stag? Should they leave immediately? Get out of the yeah, group. you're clogging up the group. What are you doing in the group? Right. Um, we are looking for big hens and stags. Laurie joins us now. You're on a hen. How many people? Um, we, had, we had just around 60 of us. Goodness oh, gracious. 60. Yeah. And where did you go? Was it Ireland or abroad? Uh, oh, God, no. It was Ireland. We went to Carrick and Shannon. Right, and how did you get on with 60? Because I'll be honest, we were looking at Carrick and Shannon, but I couldn't find anywhere with enough accommodation to fit 38, never mind 60. What did you do? There is a place there where they hire out the houses, mm. and we hired out four houses. Oh my God. Whose hen was this for, Laurie? It was for my auntie. And tell us, how was it getting in? I think, and I'll be right in saying, I think maybe hens are are a lot better behaved than than stags. You think? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe bouncers would think that, so they would allow hens into a place. They would allow 60 hens into a pub before they would allow 60 stags. That's what I'm That's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, but like, ours were just as, as um, I'm not going to say as bad, but just as mad as stags. Yeah, Laurie, did you know everyone on the hen? Yeah, so my auntie... At the time, she played with a gar team, a rugby team. Then she had work friends, school friends, and then we had a fairly big family. So uh, we all knew each other. Everyone knew each other that was on the head. And what about booking places for dinner? Because Carrick oh and God, Shannon... No. <laughs> no, you just kind of let people do their own thing? Eating is cheating. Okay. <laughs> we oh. No, we were the pub that we went in Carrick and Shannon to uh, Santi's. We actually... Everyone, if you if you wanted food, you could just get it there at the bar before we went okay. out, out. So you think me talking about 38 to 40, I'm small fry in comparison to your hen? Um, no, well, it's, no, not really, but like, you still have a very big number, but it's just mm. ours just was a bit... Just it kept getting bigger and bigger. It's like a wedding. Yeah. Do you mind me asking how many people actually attended the wedding? Um, nearly, I think, 380, I think. <laughs> oh, my God, was in Croke Park? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is very insightful. Laurie, thank you very much for sharing your story. It's made me feel a little bit more better. Thank you. Thank you, bye. 0876797104. That was a big hen, but do you have any other big ones? Hens or stags? How many people are on it? And what happened? Was it carnage? Get us on WhatsApp or WhatsApp voice note. Jess Glynn now with Don't Be So Hard on Yourself on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Julipa, be the one on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan here. And believe it or not, it was the biggest news story in the entertainment world of 2022. But we're coming up very soon to the year anniversary of the Will Smith slap at the Oscars. Is it strange that I still think it's a sick prank? I was watching it again because I've got the audio here from it, just to remind ourselves. It, I don't know because it's been so long since I watched it. I actually found it more shocking today than I did last year. It's just the sheer velocity of the slap. And then I watched afterwards... Chris Rock then tried to go on and talk about the nominees 
for best documentary. And his, you could see his mind was just fried. So this is the moment that Chris, <laughs> that Chris Rock made the joke about um, Jada Pinkett Pink Smith. And then Will Smith walks, gets up off his seat. Well, and, uh, initially starts laughing uh, and mm. then goes up and slaps him. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. I'm going to, okay? It was so tense. God, so awkward. In there as well. Now, that did give us one of the biggest moments in the entertainment world of 2022. It also gave us one of the best interviews oh, as well. Yes. <laughs> when Liam Payne was on the red carpet afterwards. I believe whatever he felt that he did, he had the right to do. I also felt there were three losers in one fight. <laughs> he didn't know, being Chris Rock. He didn't want to do what he had to do, being Will Smith. And she did nothing, being Jada. I love Liam so much. Honestly, one off my... No, that is my favourite moment of 2022. Yeah, that was a real highlight. If you haven't yet checked out the Irish comedian Michael Fry, you know how he takes famous scenes and turns them into songs? Really catchy songs. Check out his version of Liam Payne's interview on the red carpet. He's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Chris Rock, he's a comedian. He hasn't talked about it since it happened. He's been very quiet about it. He hasn't done any interviews. He hasn't been on Oprah or I don't know, Ellen's Gone Now or Jimmy Fallon. But this Saturday, March 4th, Chris Rock will debut his second Netflix stand-up show, Chris Rock Selective Outrage. But the thing about this is, it's not just going to be put on Netflix. It's going to be live-streamed. So it's going to be happening live and Netflix for the first time ever. This is the first time there'll be a live performance, live streamed on the platform is happening this Saturday. Well, you have to pay for it. No, it's going to be... So if you have a Netflix Netflix account, account, you can watch this live. A source says, if you're waiting to see Rock on Tour address the infamous Will Smith slap situation, the comedian is waiting to spill his humorous take on it on his live Netflix stand-up special. So I know that it's going to be kind of in the nighttime American time. So it's probably going to be in the morning, Sunday morning Irish time. But by Sunday, it'll be out there. So you'll be able to watch it. I can't wait to if watch it. If that's of interest of you. One more time? One more time, Liam, please. One more time? I believe whatever he felt that he did, he had the right to do. I also felt there were three losers in one fight. He didn't know, being Chris Rock. He didn't want to do what he had to do, being Will Smith. And she did nothing, being Jada. Hi, I'm Shiv, and this is my Select Irish. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Eliza Rose baddest off them all on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We're speaking about big hens and big stags because Graham is currently organising a humongous stag in Ireland. 38 so far. Could rise to 45. Could rise. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried. I'm, well, we did have Laurie on a couple of minutes ago talking about she had a hen for 60. And she actually said it went very yeah. well. In Carrick and Shannon. Uh, we got Paul on, who's actually going on a stag weekend, uh, this weekend. Is that right, Paul? I know. Going it, this Friday, 6 o'clock in the morning, I think it is. Is it your stag? No, it's not mine. It's okay. a of mine. And how many people are going on it? Um, in the WhatsApp group, it's about 20, I believe. Okay, and that's not bad. That's I, a perfect amount. That, that's a good number, I think, Paul. It, it's not bad. The only, the only one concern is uh, no, no clue where we're going. 
Oh, okay. It's a it's mystery. A a mystery. Oh, right. So you so, don't know if you're going abroad or staying in the country? Oh, no. We know we're going abroad. We're going to Hamburg. Oh, okay. But then so it's yeah, not a, you're going to Hamburg. It's not a mystery. Yeah, the thing that I don't like is I want to know where where I'm staying, what what the hotel's like. Oh, okay. You don't know about the accommodation. Yeah. All oh, right. So, Paul, what if you rock up, all right? And it's a hostel full of uh, people backpacking in their early 20s. Um, done that once. Mm. Happened in Barcelona on a stag. Wasn't good? <laughs> it was good. It wasn't bad. The drink helped. But <laughs> I, <laughs> one thing does. I'll always remember from it. It was a room. There was six of us, I believe. And it was a room for eight. There was no one sleeping above my bunk. And I think I was woken up about four o'clock in the morning. Someone snoring really loud. I thought it was one of my mates. So I started kicking the bottom of the bed. It happened to be someone that just booked in. Did they wake up and say something to you? He woke up. He was, he was not too bad. He was quite uh, pleasant. He, he had only landed... About an hour ago into Barcelona after a 17-hour flight. Well, so he wasn't too happy, I don't think. But Paul. He took it on the chin. Will you, when you, <laughs> when you get back, so what, you're going out this weekend, yeah? Going out uh, Friday back Sunday night. Okay, on Monday, Monday afternoon, will you message the show and tell us how the accommodation was? I'm worried about you now. Yeah. I do want you in a hostel. You sound like a man that needs a bit of luxury. I know, I did. You know, you need the hot tub on the, yeah. on the balcony oh, yeah. and stuff like that. You know? yeah. Bottle of San Pellegrino <laughs> under your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, enjoy the stag. Let us know how it goes well, on dude. Monday, will you? Cheers. Well, cheers, McCall. Take care, Nick. 87 You can get us on WhatsApp. Tell us about your massive stags and hens and how it went. Miley Cyrus now with Flowers on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We were good. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Miley Cyrus and Flowers on 104 Drive. We're talking about big hens and stags. How many was on it? Dougie, how many did you have to Berlin? 46. Oh, that's a big number, Dougie. How many days were you there? Friday to Monday. What did you do for accommodation? Stayed in a park hotel itself. The smallest okay. building in Berlin. Oh, and Happy did you day. wear matching t-shirts? <laughs> no. Did you try and get <laughs> in? We're Irish, not English. You know what I mean? Did you try to get into Bergen or any of the big nightclubs? No. It was, uh, it was too hard to get into them. Yeah, so with, with 46 people, did you manage to get into the same place, like the same nightclub or the same bar all at once? Yeah, there was an Irish bar. There was an Irish bar we all got into that we saw. It. Okay, well, that wasn't too bad. All right. From there. right, well, you're probably listening to me organising for 38 going, God, this lad is a wuss. Worrying yeah. about 38. So you got 46, you had to get them to Germany and back. Yeah. Well, Dougie, I might get you as the uh, stag organiser. I might add you to the groomsmen's group. No worries, just send me on the L text details there. I'll tell you what to do. Absolutely, oh, Dougie. You're a gent. Cheers, bud. Bye. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Any other big hens and stags? And after five o'clock, we're going to be playing a good old game of ping pong. Ding dong. This is FM. the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. This is a bit of a public service announcement because we're getting a lot of WhatsApps today. Myself and Nathan do not have a Facebook page together and we are not giving you any money in a competition. Please do not reply to these people. A lot of messages 
We have sent over the details to our friend in Meta. Our mole in Meta. Our mole in Meta, and they are currently trying to get the page shut down. Do you know what's interesting? So yourself and myself, separately, there were scam Facebook pages. Mm. Now the scammer, they've joined us both together. If Graham-Nathan contacts you on Facebook, please ignore and do not... Do not give any of your details. Don't. Don't do it. My God. Especially when they're asking for every single bit of your bank card. Don't do it. On the way next, though, we we will give you 200 euro at the end of the week. We'll tell you how you can win it after Hosier on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hosier. Take me to church on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Did I read somewhere that Hosier has a gig in Dublin? Did I read? I don't know. I don't Come know what. On, guys, I, I be don't up know. To date. I don't know what you read and what you don't read. Hosier coming to Dublin. Am I right, producer Neve? Malahide Castle. Guys, Go I'm sorry. I'm trying to really remain relevant on the show. Post Malone three arena, 9th of May, my birthday. That was announced Ooh. today. Did I see on YouTube Shorts that Hosier has very long hair? Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Nathan's really trying to push the YouTube short post. He's like, oh, everyone's on TikTok. I want to be on YouTube shorts. Yeah. Even though YouTube shorts are probably made up of people who just repost their TikTok stuff. I'm trying to look into how to create a YouTube short account. You have one already. I don't. You do, because you already have your YouTube account. Well, I love the shorts. I think they're so entertaining. <laughs> what is also entertaining is ping pong, ding dong. I give Nathan and a 104 Drive listener a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer repeats an answer or gets one wrong and if you beat Nathan between Monday and Thursday you will go through to the final on Friday playing off against anybody else who bet Nathan for 200 euro I'm not making up excuses here but horrible conditions at the moment I have a sachet of Candorel the sugar okay I think it's a sugar substitute yeah it's just a sachet in front of me half open with a little bit of powder and like like guys, how can I play ping pong ding dong under these conditions? Well, there was no sugar on your table yesterday when you took on Eamon where the topic was Dublin nightclubs past and present and you lost. Copperface Jacks. D2s. Analog. The Palace. Crystal. Everly. McGowan. Dicey's. Opium. Tripod. Redbox. Q-Bar. Spirit. Tramline. Crawdaddy. Base Bar. Tramco. The right venue. Barcode. Flannery's. Tell me that's not a club inside. It's hardly a pub. You're sat in the corner. Bar. Flannery's is a bar. Bar. Bar club? Bar. 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 No! Bar. 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 This is an absolute joke. People don't shift in bars. They shift in clubs. I've shifted in many a bar. Oh, yeah? Around these parts. Have you ever shifted in Flannery's? I haven't. I've been too scared of the bathrooms. They're I, smelly. I only went out in Flannery's once, and that was with you and our friend Deb. I wanted to get out of there as soon as I went in. We actually did a radio show from Flannery's. Yeah. For some reason. I don't even know why. That was weird. Ages ago. Well, but if you're available, we'll do it again. <laughs> right. If you would like to play ping pong, ding dong, take on Nathan today, do you think you can beat him? No. Then give us a WhatsApp with the words ping pong to 87 104 do right now on WhatsApp and we'll play very soon. Lewis Capaldi now a pointless on FM 104. I'll bring a coffee in the morning.
the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Becky Hill on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Okay, let's do it. A good old-fashioned game of ping pong, ding dong. Yesterday, I did lose. Let's see how I fared tonight. Okay, today you are taking on Owen. How are you getting on, Owen? Good, thanks. Yeah. All right, Owen. How's the form? Uh, good. We've done this before, and I, you know, I came out on top. So. Oh, right. Game. Okay, mind games, Graham. Yeah. Can you remember what the topic was last time? Uh, stuff found in a gym. Oh, I remember that one. That was controversial, yeah. if I remember. I think they all are nearly, but... It always is a little bit controversial, right? Yeah. If we have That's a new list... When he's losing. Oh, well, oh, he always calls contro- controversy when he's losing. Very passionate. Right. If you're a first-time listener, this is the game. I give Owen and Nathan a topic. They've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. They go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Owen, if you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday... <laughs> Where you will play Eamon, who's already there for €200. Euro. All right. Your topic tonight, gentlemen, and Owen, you will serve. Companies whose logos, main colour is red. Jack or K. Brilliant answer. Red. Um, Eddie Rockets. Oh, when you're there? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I'll try to think. Oh, sorry. That's um, five, four, three, two, one. You're out. Oh! oh, oh. I was going to say FM 104. Yeah, I was waiting for oh, that one. Yeah. FM 104, lads. FM What about Vodafone? Vodafone? Yeah. Virgin Media? You there when you say it, like. Do you know, Free Now is also I was going to say Texaco. Would that have been allowed? No, that's black. Coca-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Red. King Crisps. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have taken maybe even Tato's main red? Yeah. Haribo is also mainly red as well. Manhattan popcorn. Mainly Pepsi. Pepsi. I would go blue. Half and half. No, oh, I'd go That was difficult, guys. I have yeah, to was, say. That was a good, that was a good one to say. Well, Owen, it's now one all between yourself and Nathan, but yeah. unfortunately, this time you do not beat them and you are out. But thanks for taking our call, Owen. Good luck. Bye bye. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Pong, ding, dong, ping. It was one of those topics that made you think. I'm just going to take out my phone here now. Um, We've got a message in Netflix, Instagram, Levi's. Um, Netflix is, yeah, Liverpool, Manchester United. The Red Cross. <laughs> yeah, literally red. <laughs> Beats. YouTube. 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 YouTube shorts. <laughs> H&M. <laughs> yeah. It's easy now, isn't it? McDonald's. Once, once we all know. No, uh, yellow. that's yellow. Yellow. Burger King. What colour is bur- Burger no, King? No, no, that's yellow as well, Oh, uh, TK Maxx. TK Maxx, yeah. Yeah. It says loads of them. Oh, R.I.P. Argos. RIP.ie. <laughs> Alright, it's Justin Bieber and Peaches on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. I fell in love 
Anne-Marie and 2002 on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Look, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm looking for your old wives' tales. It can be literally about anything. Get in touch, 087-6797-104. This is because, I'm sure you're aware, I'm sounding a lot better. I tell you, over the weekend, I was hanging out with my dear friend Mark, and he said, Nathan, it was very difficult to listen to the show last week because you had this horrible sinus infection, Mm. and you were so stuffy. And I didn't tell you that I was on a little bit of medication to try and clear up the sinuses. You saw me with a nasal stick. Mm -hmm. I was lodging it so far up my nostril, but it wasn't really doing anything. And then on Friday evening, I was home. I sat there on the couch Mm. by myself. Becca was out with the girls. And I was on YouTube. I know I keep mentioning it, but I love YouTube shorts. And it's like the gods of YouTube knew I was suffering and they introduced a video from a doctor called Dr. Mandel, okay? His YouTube handle is Motivational Doc. He has over 5.9 million subscribers. And I'm going to play you the video that I watched. Have a listen to this. If you're having sinus congestion, discomfort, difficulty breathing, I can help you. Take an onion, cut it in half, sniff that onion, do it for about a minute. I know it's strong. The sulfur content in here will decongest your sinuses, drawing that mucus out. Try it. You'll be amazed. So I went to the fridge and I had one of those humongous onions. Red or white? White onion. Do you know those onions that look like they grew up with steroids Mm, around it? It was huge. So I got a a big knife. I cut the onion in half and I shoved my (laughs) bent nose into the onion. I don't know if you've ever done this before. Never. I went... I'm doing this. I'm doing this for you, Dr. Mandel. The sulfur, it did something. Now, it hurt my eyes. My <laughs> eyes started to water. It was so sore. And I can't even cut an onion without watering. The thing that happened. Shove up my nose. Loads of mucus left no, my it, nostrils. Did it actually? Yes, it did. It so, sucked out the mucus. No way. And then I didn't want to waste the onion, so I put it back in the fridge. <laughs> and then I went to bed. And used it for a little, uh, little pie in the morning. No, the following day, I'd forgotten about what I did with that onion. I opened the fridge. Absolutely uh, stank. But my sinuses. We're a lot better. At least you could smell it. That is because of Dr. Mandel. That is, ladies and gentlemen, an old wives' tale. Or a Dr. Mandel's tale. Anyway, I suppose an old wives' tale is uh, kind of an unscientific uh, way of fixing remedies and stuff like that. Yeah, just a little natural remedy. I've got one. I had a... I understand this is all health. People might enjoy listening I'm to this. I find this very interesting. If you're having your dinner, we apologise. That kind of gives us licence to say whatever we want. I had Veruca's before. Yes. Where do you think you caught that from? The swimming Swim pool? pool or somewhere? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And uh, I got told that duct tape, you know, duct tape, the grey, really tough tape. Yeah. If you put that on it, whatever is in the sticky part of it uh, helps get rid of the veruca. And it, Fascinating. And it, it burned a hole in my heel of my foot. I had to like wear a bandage around my heel because it, it like dissolved my skin What was so more much. enjoyable the tape or the cider? I'd say the tape because the cider was so sore and then I'd have to keep on applying it and it was it would sting so much. And do you know the tape would probably remove hairs on your yeah. foot as well. I, I didn't mind that but that was that's my old Producer wife's tale. Producer Neve, old wife's tale. 
I was only thinking there that I've heard that women who have heartburn, really bad heartburn when they're pregnant, apparently you're going to have a really hairy baby. <laughs> Jeez, that's great. Yeah. Don't know if that's an old wives' tale. That's an it old is. wives' tale. Is. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I don't really know what an old wives' tale is. I just wanted something to describe me shoving my nose in an onion. Right, go on. 87 6797104 is the number. You can get us on WhatsApp. Also send us a WhatsApp voice note. An old wives' tale or something just a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Tree, miss you on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We're speaking about old wives' tales. A few minutes ago, producer Neve says that apparently if you have heartburn when you're pregnant, you get a hairy baby. Gemma said this on WhatsApp voice note. Lads, that's a load of crap about the heartburn because I was necking Gaviscon morning, noon and night. It was in the car door and my little boy Charlie came out as bald as a chicken. So, <laughs> there you are. Oh, that puts that one to bed. But Nathan, you said you uh, put your nose into an onion yeah. to get rid of your sinus infection. Ashley, you've got one for Nathan as well with sinus infections. You, you just put two garlic cloves up your nose. Oh my! Like leave it there for a couple of nights, like one in each nostril. Is this to get rid of a sinus infection? Yeah. How long do you leave the clothes up there for? Oh, like. I don't know. I never watched it long enough to see. It's on TikTok. If you search it on TikTok, you'll nah, see it. See, Ashine, but... I'm not on TikTok. I'm on YouTube oh. Shorts, and I wasn't <laughs> recommended it. Now, with these garlic cloves, do you remove the wrapper of the garlic? Yeah, you take the skin off. Yeah. I fear that you'd, you'd accidentally sniff it up, and it would get lodged up there in your brain. Yeah, yeah, beat it up in your brain. Feel yeah. like garlic bread in your brain. <laughs> uh, no, you peel the you peel the clove. You put them up one each up nostril. Leave it for a few minutes and, like, Here's my... what comes out with the nose is not natural. Here's oh. my issue, guys. I have thick nostrils. Right. What if I get a garlic clove stuck up there? How do I retrieve it? You blow really hard. Now you've got to put more garlic cloves up there to loosen the garlic clove that is, clove that is stuck. <laughs> is there a doctor that specialises in retrieving garlic cloves? <laughs> <laughs> Ashleen, thank you very much for your old wife's tale. I'll make sure Nathan does that next time he gets a sinus infection. No problem. Bye. Bye bye. 0876797104. If you any more old wives' tales for us on WhatsApp, this is Sunroof on 104 Drive. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. It is heating up in O'Reilly O'Reilly. Mike O'Reilly has joined us in studio from the Hit Mix. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, yo. This is week seven of O'Reilly O'Reilly. I've got Nathan O'Reilly, I've got Mikey O'Reilly, and I've got producer Neve O'Reilly sitting in front of me. They're going to be battling it out in just over three minutes to see who can take the lead and figure out is the person I'm talking about an ancestor of them. First, though, George Ezra, Budapest on FM 104. Mouth. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. A little bit of George Ezra on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. It's just gone five past six on Tuesday. It's time to play Oh Really? O'Reilly! <laughs> Nathan O'Reilly, welcome. Perfect. Mike O'Reilly from the Hit Mix, welcome. Perfect. And producer Neve O'Reilly, welcome to O'Reilly O'Reilly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Hat trick of perfects. Okay. This is where I talk about... Okay, listen to me now, right? I talk about a real person. It's much easier for me to say, but is the person really an O'Reilly? Mikey's but I, looking for a pen, but my pen broke into two. Here, Mikey, you have my pen. 
But I will be talking about someone from the past. I'll either be talking about a person who is in O'Reilly or I've changed their surname. Okay. That makes sense? Because I know there's always a bit of confusion. This is a real person I'm talking about. Yeah. I have like a proposition. Oh, God. Go on. Okay. I now, if you don't want to do this, this is fine. I had a dream last night, and the answer came to me. And before you even say anything about the person, I lock it in, and I cannot change it. Go Let for him it. Lock it in. Go for it. it. Mikey, before I give any news on the person, is this person I'm about to talk to really an O'Reilly? Yes, it's really an O'Reilly. Okay, all right, Mikey's in. So so far, the scores are: Nathan has four points, Mikey has five, Neve has three. All right, right. The person I'm talking about today is a person called John Joe O'Reilly. But is John Joe really an O'Reilly? John Joe was born in 1918 and played inter-county football for Cavan. John Joe is the only man to captain his county to an All-Ireland title that was held outside of Ireland when Cavan bet Kerry in the 1947 final, which was held in New York. This is kind of sad news now. John Joe suffered a serious injury during a match in 1952 from which he never recovered and died in that same year. Oh my God. Jeez. What a way to go. And in 1999, John Joe was named in the GAA Gaelic Football Team of the Century. But I'm asking you, is John Joe really an O'Reilly? Would they play a final in New York City? So I'm trying to figure out why they were in New York, but I'm thinking... Was this World War Two going on then? 1947? It finished in 45. Okay, then I'm wrong. Does anyone know, did Cavan win in the GAA? The date he gave? Oh my God. The facts I give you are always true. Sorry? I'm talking to producer Neve. The facts I give you are always true. It's just the name. Then what are we out. questioning? The name? Yes. Doesn't this guy sound too good to be true? I so regret the fact that I have called it already. I mean, John Joe O'Reilly. John be like Joe. Sixty of them. Do you know a John Joe in your life, producer Neve? I think so. Well, I you either do or you don't. No, I think it could be an old great uncle or something like yeah. that. Right. Let's go through the facts. Did you think this person's really an O'Reilly? Feel it in your bones. You're an O'Reilly. Is this person an ancestor of yours? <sighs> I don't know a John Joe. I'm not. Yeah. Producer Neve, you, you're the only person who gets this game. Okay, so I'm reverting back to the fact that O'Reilly's come from Cavan. So there we go. So I think that that is one point for O'Reilly. And there is a New York GAA team. So I'm, I think I'm going to go with it's real O'Reilly. Okay, see, this is perfect. Neve gets it. Perfect. I, I genuinely think Nathan <laughs> just still doesn't understand the game. So let's try and decipher why do you feel maybe you're, you're an O'Reilly. You're no good at Gaelic football, Nathan. I'm thinking, is this person good but at Gaelic football? But I love football? New York City. Yes. And I'm going there. Yeah. So I'm locking it in. John Joe's an O'Reilly. He loved New York. This is this is it, yeah. And Mikey, you also Well, you had in. a dream. Well, I had a dream about John Joe and they took a boat to, this, to the game. Were they wearing no clothes? No. <laughs> they were in the away kit. So you're sticking with... Your answer of he is really an O'Reilly. Sorry, the this away kid, they don't wear clothes. Have you ever seen Ga in New York? You're going to see it soon. <laughs> Nathan O'Reilly, you saying saying John Joe's really an O'Reilly. Mike, you're sticking with your dream, really an O'Reilly. And Neve, you were saying because the Cavan connection, really an O'Reilly. I can tell you that John Joe is really an O'Reilly. Oh, which is 
dream. Let's go. It was your dream. Did you dream of John Joe? Great dream. Yeah. So I was asleep last night on an aircraft. Yeah. And it just came to me. I could see a man die playing ga. Right. And that's it. Well done. Well, you got it right. So nobody actually moves. You all just get one more point, which means we're still Mikey on top. Then it's Nathan. Then it's Neve. Can't wait for next week's version of O'Reilly. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.